0: Hello and welcome to episode 168 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Taldro. Tonight, I'm joined by Matthew Wright. Hello! Kyle Stevenson. Hi! Kyle, why do people have a problem with worms but not caterpillars?
1: Did you think about that in between (laughs) (laughs) our last recording and this one? Maybe. Why, why, Why do people have... What? Say that again? I... Let's say there's a worm
0: yeah. and a caterpillar. They're, they're yeah. on the sidewalk, you're you're strolling out on your jolly day in Long Island, well doing your okay. thing. Uh-huh. You see a, a a worm and you see a caterpillar. Yeah. yeah. I feel you know, you're gonna be inclined to pet the caterpillar to pick him up, give him sure. a friendly greeting. Mm-hmm. The worm, I feel like you're just gonna be like, eh, you know, Fuck
1: off. I think I think it's messed up, but it's like it's going to possibly become a butterfly. One day, I think maybe that's it. I don't know.
0: Are you trying to take away that dream from a worm?
1: I no, but I think inherently, maybe that's just like what I think. The psychology behind it. Yeah. Hmm. If if you're my nieces and my nephew, they don't give a shit. They'll pick up anything. <laughs> that's not Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Matt, do you, why don't you give a shit about worms? What's your problem?
2: <laughs> no, worms are great. They're great for the soil, man. Don't okay. Don't step on them. Leave them alone okay yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah leave the wiggly bigglies around you know
2: I will say maybe we've been conditioned to stigmatize worms because of the video game series worms, the, the mass media they the fake news it yeah, yeah
1: it's true that is fair. it's fair true. the fake news team 17 those, those giant ass uh, um, dune sandworms too terrifying mm. let's see quick google Beetle cozy juice.
0: cozy worm game cozy worm game worm and cozy board game I don't play board games. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah,
2: yeah Worm you guys Simulator only went to a board game convention.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, I hope all you fine folks are enjoying your Pax Unplugged giveaway badges. Thank you, Pax. <laughs> uh, what's this developer's name? From hey, I'd love oh, for you this, to play the board, board, board game. Oh, Matt, cool. don't get us fucking started. <laughs> Just don't even. Uh, from it's so
2: expensive <laughs> i know
0: from mind augas svajoklis this is the developer yep, on Uh worm simulator worm sim oh i'm gonna oh. download it it's free cool we'll play it on stream finally somebody doing justice for the worms <laughs> what's wrong kyle? Uh, nothing what's your problem kyle
1: it's just the way you said, I'm downloaded. Oh, I'm no. downloaded. Yeah, I like to Don't support Indies. Download. Kyle, you have a problem with that. Don't you fucking <laughs> dare? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of Daring, like you were listening interior. to six One Indiecast <laughs> weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes dropping each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and youtube.com slash six one Indy supporters on patreoncom slash six one Indy can tune in live as we record and gain access to clocked out the IndyCast post show. But if money is tight, no worries. You still can show your support with a simple click wherever you're listening. Go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow 61 one Indy on socials, subscribe and hit the bell on YouTube. Follow on Twitch and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans supporting on Patreon. Brett Griffin, Kobe Cortis, Jacob McCourt, J.C., Jill Grote, Nicholas Johnson, Nicole Humphrey, PlayA Jason, the compound, Sil Canett, and Cole, aka the good sir. A lot of J's. Uh, what? A lot of J's in there. Oh yeah. I didn't mean to, to it sounded like a groan, but I was I was doing a ramp no, up you're to You're out house, of breath. Yeah. No, I was doing a ramp up to housekeeping.
2: Oh.
0: Housekeeping for you. <laughs> I'm gonna put this bang candle down before I pour wax on myself. I did that at the end of India Council <laughs> the other night.
2: Put it on your head. You make a candle right there.
1: Oh, extra life coal? No.
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Friday night streams. We're streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, we the first stream we did, don't scream. Uh Time loop kind of stuff. Last week uh we played Bloodborne PSX and uh yeah, every Friday night, except for extra life timing because of breakdown setup, tech, all that good stuff. Uh, we are streaming every night, every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, four p.m. Pacific. Uh just hanging out, having a good time. It's celebrating the end of a hard week worked, right, Matt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. 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 Thanks for asking me when I just took a sip of something. Oh, yeah. Uh, and again, time loop thing. If you're listening on Patreon, Extra Life is happening this weekend, Saturday, November 11th. If you are one of these normies, Extra Life has happened. Thank you for tuning in, I hope, and donating. Thanks I hope. for
1: raising an <laughs> undisclosed amount of money Thank you. for sick kids
0: in need. Thank you for crushing our goal in the first hour
1: congrats on winning the ps5 insert name here me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) even if extra life is over you
0: could still donate through the end of the year uh that is bit.ly slash six one life logistical question afterwards post recording okay now (laughs) (laughs) post-recording
1: i was going to keep the bed up and be like wow can you believe blank fell down the stairs this year it's mike it's gonna be (laughs) i i before the first podcast
0: we did i went downstairs to get water i was fixing my pants because my Uh pants legs yeah that's how you say that word Mm -hmm. (laughs) too long too limber uh Uh, and I've been meaning to cut the legs with, with scissors, with shears, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm too lazy Pants to or jeans? Oh, no. I thought you
2: were going to. These. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> you need to cut those, man. <laughs> Wait, hold
1: on. Audio okay. listeners, Mike is raising his legs. What the fuck? To show his Who extra long <laughs> sweatpants? <laughs> Lounge pants? Lounge, Lounge pants. Something
0: me undies lounge pants they're very soft Ooh, okay. Very soft so yeah if i need a custom giants. but like <laughs>
1: yeah. you got shadows as,
0: of yarnum on your feet right now <laughs> as i was uh adjust, i was picking up my pant leg uh to to prevent slipping i almost fell down the stairs by picking up my pant leg <laughs> so you almost didn't have me for an episode you're probably is there, better
2: off. A, is there a sewing machine somewhere you can use I'm just like a fucking sewing machine. I was gonna I'm just say, going to say, like, fucking you fucking just things. hem it, but okay, yeah. Ow. Just take a scissors to it, man.
0: Who do you think I am, a, a soulster? <laughs> this is your Dredge spoiler cast. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably the worst time to do this, but also the best time. Dredge is a video game that at least two of us like do three of us like it? <laughs> Who didn't like it? Oh Matt Matt did like it. Okay, cool. Harry didn't like it. Really? Uh yeah, that's why he's not on this podcast, that fucking mm. schmuck. Uh so yeah, Dredge came out last year. Uh we've been keeping this spoiler cast slash review discussion slash just conversation about the game in our back pocket for quite some time now. Why do you look confused? Why are you throwing me off?
2: It came out last year.
0: Sorry, this year. This year, twenty twenty three. Kyle, you're muted. Kyle, you're (laughs) muted. March
1: 30th, 2023. (laughs) There's a lot of noise going upstairs. I'm trying to mitigate it. Uh,
0: Again, they came out earlier this year. We adored it. We've been wanting to do the conversation, like a dedicated episode on Dredge for a while now. Uh, With the Pale Reach coming out, I mean, actually, with how we're timing this accidentally, is it like perfect timing? This week, if you're listening to this on Normal Publishing, (laughs) this week, the Pale Reach comes out. Um, so yeah, we figured, uh, we do a bit of a discussion on the base game to kind of warm us up on the pale reach because I'm sure we're all super excited to dig into it this weekend and we'll probably come back and talk about it more. If you don't know what dredge is, dredge is a single player fishing adventure with a sinister undercurrent Sell, sell your catch upgrade your boat and dredge the depths for long-buried secrets. Explore a mysterious archipelago and discover why some things are best left forgotten. Kyle, why do you like dredge? Also, spoiler cast, we're fucking... We could, we could say anything we want.
1: Yeah. Anything we want. Like, sosters. Um, <laughs> <Doster. laughs> uh Why do I like dredge? Uh... I'm usually not the target audience for this game. I'm not a big fishing minigame person. I'm not a big mm. f- fisherman in video games to begin with. <laughs> not a fisherman uh, in general. No, I'm just not. Uh, I don't like fish. Um, but there was something about the way you're catching fish combined with like the RE4 if, or RE inventory thing on the ship where you have mm-hmm. to do your little Tetris magic and try to fit yeah. everything on your ship and bring it back. There was something about that loop that I really, really loved. And then the more I played it, the more the story, I was like, what is happening? Why is this world like this? Who am I really? And then to find out who the collector is at the end, which we'll get to later. I don't want to later. I do not want to say it now, but like tying in with like the ghost ships and the. Weird ass creatures that come out at night and, and chase you down, and the hallucinations that happen when you stay out too late. It's just so fucking good, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. I we loosely talked about
0: Dredge because yeah. you you play through it after Kyle and I, because like Kyle and mm-hmm. I were like talking about it actively while we were playing. So like I I didn't really get a sense of where you're at with Dredge in terms of like your um, thoughts on the game and and yeah.
2: So yeah, I I, I got the platinum for it. Um, Hell yeah. I loved 60% of the game. Okay. Um, I really felt like the last two biomes of the game, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're technically the last two, like you can still go to them, but so um, the, so the the swamp
0: and the volcano area.
2: Yeah, those okay. two. I felt like the gameplay was really different from the other parts of the games and it just it, I didn't feel excited as more as I felt kind of rushed in those areas, if that makes sense. Oh, like sense. because of the uh, different enemies totally. and stuff in there.
1: Yeah. Like the, the volcano dudes that would follow you. It was mm-hmm. really hard to the get rid of uh, the little fishy Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were annoying. Cause yeah, they it was very, very hard to get through that area. I'm with you on that one. But
0: in terms of like, I don't know, like aside from that, those two biomes, like how do you feel about like the tone, the narrative, like the gameplay? Loved it. Like yeah.
2: Um, yeah, fishing. I am a fisherman in video games. Like I seek it out. I've in this year alone I've bought maybe like 15 different fishing games on various systems from Sega Genesis and upwards. Um, so the, the the fishing in this game, I, I thought it was great. You guys were talking about it before I even picked it up, but it, it is definitely like that Tetris micromanagement of uh, the Resident Evil ma- uh, inventory management system of like, shit, like I want to I wanna make sure I sell this one that sells for more, like, well, I don't have that one in my catalog, like so on and so forth. Um, I loved how different fish had different... Um, mini games attached yeah. to them I thought that was really cool and um, as far as like the story goes like the second town you go to like the one guy's like looking for a package and like you, you go grab the package you give it to him and then you never see that dude again <laughs> like it's like that the like, dripping pink thing you, maybe you see him like once more but he's just like not himself and he's like whoop, he's gone I'm like oh oh shit's going on here <laughs>
0: yeah um i mean you guys nailed it you know we we share the same sense of it's on like the actual gameplay like i i'm like when a fishing game works like it it really gets its hooks to me no no pun intended but like, the fishing mechanic here is like some of the most intuitive stuff i've played in a fishing game in a very long time and it was genuinely fun and never felt old Mm -hmm. um matt i'm right there with you with the last two biomes i do appreciate them trying something different yeah. and getting you out of the gameplay loop like the the main gameplay loop and, and trying something fresh so like the last back third of the game didn't feel mm-hmm. too stale going into the big crescendo of the, the, the big reveal and the end mm-hmm. game stuff um But no, just like, yeah, like the the fishing, the actual dredging also is really fun. And it's always exciting to see like what you are pulling up, especially when it is like an upgrade material for your boat and something that like will help your boat go faster or make it brighter outside or anything like that. Like (laughs) all the upgrades feel purposeful and impactful. It was always fun. Like gameplay was so rewarding moment to moment, especially like looking back and thinking back of how you first start the game and you were just like snail's pace going through oh, yeah. it's like and it's a great sense of like it's a great way uh, or a great avenue of design uh in terms of like how your boat functions in parallel to like the pacing and the progression of the game mm-hmm. so like as you are getting better engines and better lighting that's when you're able to reach the different islands and stuff And i thought that was a very elegant way to mm-hmm. pace the game and like kind of you know yes you could go to where whatever islands in whatever order depending on like how swift you are with your boat. Yeah. But like it was mm-hmm. indirectly signpost where you should be going next, mm-hmm. which is really intelligent design. And,
1: and and on that note, like going to new areas, not outright saying where certain things are in that part of mm-hmm. the, right. The ocean, like coming across like a shipwrecked boat and you can, you know, drive up to it, sail up to it, drive up to it, sail. <laughs> sail well. But there's no sails. The captain of what? <laughs> Why is my brain breaking right now? Boat. Yeah. Uh. But you you go to the the, the shipwrecks and then time yep. time out, time out. Yep. yep. If it's a
0: sailing boat, you sail it. Yep. If you're the captain of a ship, you skipper it. And if you're oh. the helmsman, you steer or helmet. But otherwise, there's no general term.
1: Okay. Let's go with steer. Oh.
0: I like steer steer. steer.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you, you steer into a, a shipwreck and it gives you kind of like. uh, Like old school adventure kind of choices, like mm-hmm. you want to search the the, yeah. the beach area, you want to search the actual wreckage. And then by doing so, you find certain items or cool upgrade materials or a little bit of story stuff. And that's all organic. People could just miss that um i kind of really enjoy that sense of discovery of like yeah the beginning just going back and forth between the two ports in the small mm-hmm. little lake um and, and the moment you you finally decide to write up going for it because you i don't know about you guys but i definitely tested it out way before i should have and the <laughs> moment i started seeing like this eyeball following me around on the yeah. screen and like these technicals coming on giant shadows following me. I got freaked out and I went back. Um, so that first time where you think you're all powered up and you think you're going to make it further. Um, there's there's a little bit of a thrill to that of, of yeah. like, am I going to make it to this next island? Am I powered up it's enough? And, and if you stay out too long, it like actively you see like hallucinations during the day. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to make sure you go back and rest or else you're all sorts of fucked up.
0: Yeah. Again, it's yeah. intelligent design when it comes to pacing it's yeah, really there, great
2: there is a there is a like finite moment of like if you've been up for too long been out for too long you'll get a game over like i don't I, we could say what happens but like i i don't even know what happens you could say what happens uh so you know one of the endings that big fish mm-hmm. yeah that will oh, get he you. you he gets you <laughs> oh shit that's cool that is cool and like yeah, it it kind of took me by surprise, like cause you're supposed to be able to like kinda like see behind you and stuff. I wasn't paying attention behind me, and just all of a sudden, <laughs> ooh, uh, oh <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Matt, follow up to that, because it seems like you may have tried this. Uh Silkana in chat says, Have you tried to go to the edge of the map? Insane stuff. I have not.
1: I haven't either. Ooh. Mm. interesting
0: okay we'll have to. maybe when
1: the when we get our hands on the dlc maybe we'll the first
0: thing i do i think before the dlc i want to try to clean up some of the steam achievements and like go back Mm. and like kind of get back into the groove and like warm up a little bit because it's been a while since we played
1: i i I do want to highlight something about the swamp biome specifically Mm. i really dug the stranded army soldier like quest he yeah, was will, super cool in that section
0: piggybacking off that i just think all the characters and like despite the gameplay mechanics of those oh, areas yeah. all mm-hmm. the characters in general like the cast in this game are impeccable and, and mm-hmm. just like super interesting and really well written and, and just well designed and well crafted in terms of like their backstories and like yeah like the the abandoned army that that like is just stranded because you know and like his main goal is that he wants to preserve the memories of his fallen brothers mm-hmm. and you have to go around and collect these, uh, collect the dog tags. And like, only then he feels satisfied that like, yeah, no, you know, what? it is my home and like, I'm, I'm fine being here, but at least I'm at peace now. Um, really interesting stuff. Like I love early on, uh, the, uh, again, we're a little shady on the details cause it's been a while, but, um, one of the the first like main island like you uh end up like it you're stuck in the middle of this conflict between the two estranged brothers and eventually like mm. you work through like the progression of what you have to do for for getting the relic and stuff like that but like you end up like bringing them back in the in the end which is like really wholesome and really sweet going on the total opposite end of the, end of the spectrum there's that weird fucking cultist dude in the volcano area that is really horrifying <laughs> and like it's funny how like the game, like, the game has a great, steady incline of like, oh, normal fishing game, all good. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a weird little fish. All right, whatever. And steady incline to like, okay, what the fuck is going on? There's the like what the Steam description was saying, the disturbing undercurrents. Like, okay, okay, yeah. this is weird. And then all of a sudden, there is a spike to the volcano area of like, <laughs> oh, we're just straight up like in hell pretty much. And there's a weird cultist dude who's stranded here. Mm-hmm. And he thinks you're like the key to something. Mm-hmm. yeah should i help him should i talk to him i do need that relic so i guess <laughs> i will
1: yeah that that first time you catch an ab ab uh, aberration is aberration, what they call it, yeah of like the standard fish that's you know a little bit more horrifying yeah and the way that i i believe it has like a certain music cue mm-hmm. yep. yeah where like you you Great know new, you you new. caught something like real fucked up Yeah. And the the first time I did, it's like, oh, crap. Because, again, this is something I went into uh, similar to what we talked about, I think, on the clock that we just did of, like, I heard the buzz about it. I didn't know really much about it. I just went in and played it, like didn't even really watch a trailer. So I was not expecting that. And so getting these weird, horrifying looking creatures. uh, And as you go on, they just get more and more insane looking. Uh, I think that was an awesome Kind of Pokemon, like gotta catch them all. Yeah. Kind of fix to for it for sure. Yeah,
2: love those designs.
0: The designs are really cool. They've added more since uh, we we played.
1: Yep, and I, the another reason I want to go back
0: to. Add, even, add more.
1: even more. And the fact, like again, it, some are only out in the day. Some are only out of the night. Mm-hmm. Some are in only shallow areas. Some can only be caught by a net or only be caught by certain like dredge apparatuses. Like it's yep. very deep. Yeah. Again, no pun intended. Hey yeah Um,
0: it's really wild like kudos them for really taking the time to like it's funny it's like you would think for a game with such deep fishing mechanics so like something that like really taking their time digging into like the variety of ways to catch fish and the variety of fish and and creatures and all this kind of stuff in terms of like the tools you use and the area that you're in uh the like was it like volcanic oceanic whatever maybe the actual depth yeah and You would think, like, with how hard they went into that kind of stuff, you would think that, like, something would falter. Like, it's so easy to let something slip by. But, like, this team clearly, like, they knew what they had to nail. They knew, like, they needed to nail the mystery. They needed to nail the mechanics. It had to be a fun fishing game. And they needed to nail, like, the characters and narrative. And I think, like, on all three pillars, they knocked it out of the fucking park.
2: I want to ask how soon did you guys max out your ship like at what point were you in the game when your ship was
1: maxed out
0: i feel like around the swamp maybe a little
1: prior mine was maybe closer to the volcano area i had a real bad problem of trying to push it and then losing valuable fish Mm -hmm. and having (laughs) to repair and stuck in that like vicious cycle kind of thing why, about so you?
2: I I, I approached it like I do with like any like a game that has like a business mini game. I was all about commerce first. <laughs> so <laughs> I spent most of my first chunk of time going from the first two little uh, towns and then the second island and the first island just going back and forth, catching stuff, selling stuff, upgrading my ship. So I was fully upgraded before I even Got the two brothers back together on the oh, second
0: island. <laughs> yeah, I I started getting into that like, motion, but I was like, I just I couldn't like I, I yeah. needed
1: to know what the fuck was going on, and like That's I knew like I was going to actually progress. So younger and having a Charizard to fight Brock. Yeah, yeah. The first gen, and it, it wouldn't listen to you. Uh, but yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: <laughs> did the same thing, dude. Yeah, that, that came afterwards. afterwards. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, just the, the meta of just upgrading your ship is super fun as well. And even again, they they added after the fact, like now you could further customize your ship how you want to, like paint color flags, like oh, all that kind right. of stuff, which is super cool.
1: And even like metagaming it, like to add a net to just passively catch fish mm-hmm. yeah. as well, I think is super fun if you want to really get money quick. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the narrative stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, was it easy to find the missing mayor?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> or did I it take you a little bit? <laughs> I So did you like purposely, like, were you looking for the no, mayor? No, I okay. ran
1: into him at Same. some point and I'm like, who is this guy? And then later when the story kept going, I was like, oh, wait a second. I think I know who that is.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting the first time you stumble upon him. Like you obviously like he's referred to throughout. The narrative, like the new mayor is, or like the, I guess, like the townsfolks do keep referencing the old mayor. This, the old mayor, mm-hmm. that, and the fact that he's like not only still around, but just stranded on a, well, various islands, but stranded on the island somewhere, and like tells you that there is some fucked up shit going on, and like you should tread lightly and not trust anybody, and and all this stuff that really sets up the payoff
1: at the end, which is really great. I'm trying to remember. Does he give any hints at who you are in that conversation? I don't think so. Because th- that, obviously that's the the big twist. Like this big twist. Yeah. ominous collector dude that you were going to find relics for to bring for back him. for reasons, which we'll get into. We'll get into. Yeah. Uh, turns out it's you. Yeah. And it's, so and- I'm, I,
2: it's either the mayor or the, the cultist dude in the volcano area that kind of alludes to it in their language. Yeah. Like, does it or, or the, out Like if you, if you don't suspect it, you're not going to think about it, but like,
1: Oh, I think the lighthouse keeper too. Also lighthouse is, like wait, keeper you don't, also, you don't yeah. know Definitely. what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The lighthouse that, keeper
0: is like in the know the entire time. Yeah, but like, mm-hmm. I think she does hint it out a little bit. The mayor mm-hmm. is just kind of like, as far as I remember, the mayor's just office fucking rocker. Yeah. He's kinda kinda like, like who, mm-hmm. who, who are you? Like, I'm you're, you're on this Island for a reason. Like, Am yep. I gonna listen to you? Do I take your word for caution? Mm-hmm. um, but it's really interesting, like folks like the new mayor and like people are in that town the like it's mayor, all man. just a fucking facade, just a yeah, and like referencing like, oh, what happened to the last guy? Yeah, don't worry about it, like, oh, you're the new guy, okay,
1: yeah, it's wild it's the book great. in the deep is is the book, yeah. the the main like crux of the story where you Mm -hmm. get like supernatural powers to make your ship go faster and teleport (laughs) whenever you need to which is what came in handy a few times oh my god yeah especially in in the the ward oh yeah Mm
2: -hmm. yeah the ward was handy the um, angler fish when it's coming after
1: you (laughs) oh yeah i i thought that would you know keep those piranhas at bay in the volcano area it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> i was like why isn't this working um,
0: i loved um kind of like skirting away from like end game stuff for a moment just some of like the early like moment to moment stuff i really love uh the i think it's like the third or the fourth area where there is like a fish like in the fucking depths and like you can't really go yeah, over him the research the station up. the research station stuff i really love yes. the area and just like Not only like the gameplay side of it of like making the rounds, going to the research area to get the generator running so you're able to safely go around and like Mm -hmm. get the relic and and whatnot, but just how beautiful that area is also just like all the different Mm -hmm. colors and the lights. And like that's when like the jellyfish are introduced and stuff. And it's weird that even when like the introduction of new fish come into play adds to the environmental storytelling and just the overall visual language of the game as well. Like it's that area is so beautiful to just exist in. It's like weird and decrepit, but like still hauntingly real pretty. Uh, do you guys have any like standout moments like that aside from end game stuff? Obviously.
2: Uh, yeah, I that is my favorite area. Um, like there's there's that like run down like uh, shack shanty town uh, that's over there mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of yeah, this, like it, environment
0: sorry it seems like it's like an old like as far as i i took it as it seemed like it was like an old resort kind of mm-hmm. and like some bad shit happened in the research station <laughs> which caused this like whole demise but yeah continue. Yeah. Anyway, i didn't mean to interrupt
2: oh no you're good um and like there's that dog um side quest that's yeah. right there too really um, sweet. yeah visually like and um visually narrative like i love that area and like when when the lights go out when it gets dark and like the thing that's lurking down there in the depth is like, oh, that's so pretty. I can't get any closer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also love that uh, the the researcher who helps you, who's on like the other side of that, who like you mm-hmm. eventually, if you go through this dog side mm-hmm. quest, you give her the dog to keep company and like super mm-hmm. sweet. I love that character as well.
1: I I, I want to shout out just the, the traveling merchant. I really dug guy? her character. Oh, the
0: okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, how, how
0: about the hooded guy who's clearly part of like that cult thing also that you keep giving the fish to?
1: Uh, so I rea- Matt told told me after the fact, after I beat it, that I didn't realize when you first talk to them, it starts an internal counter oh. where if you don't complete the task in time, they die. Oh. And so when I was going around the world, I ran into the mall and kept like forgetting to bring them fish and they all died. I was like, Oh, Oh crap. shit. So, but an update, I think they fixed it. Right.
2: Yeah. They, they, they patched that out because so many people were like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> <laughs> they weren't able to complete that quest. Uh, so yeah, they did. By the time I played it, it wasn't a thing anymore. So like I had all, all the time of the day to go get them the fish. Yeah, yeah,
0: Kyle and I like, played I at the same time, so I somehow did it in a timely manner.
1: <laughs> I guess it was a little bit more adventurous and, and going hey, too hey. far, I guess. <laughs> I forgot, remind me what the payoff to that was.
2: Uh, they each gave an item, right?
0: Yes.
1: It was... To did mean uh, to spring up a question that we clearly have to No, research. no, no. <laughs> I should know. It, it, did it have to do with like speeding up fishing times?
0: Maybe, but I do love just like every time you go and every time you fulfill a fish request, like just how soft spoken they are and like limited like vocabulary it's it's very primal.
1: That's right. they get books, thank you get so books, can't. thank you. I
2: was just about to say,
1: yep, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh yeah, rods will reel them in faster, Gotcha. nets um durability is slower another one another one is like uh you're faster so those Mm -hmm. kind of and reduce prices in um shops and you can sell for more uh that too i
0: love the book mechanic in this game like as you know the book mechanic being you equip equip a book book you are essentially reading it while you're out to see or whatever and like you travel a certain amount of is it distance or time i think it's time right
2: uh i don't think time progresses if you're not moving
0: right so okay it's the same thing so like as you're moving around you complete a book and that gives you a perk or like a, a buff for all types of purposes I, like i really love that kind of like take Passive on an learning. rpg mechanic mm-hmm. i guess for a loose term yeah. i guess um really interesting and also like coincides with like that kind of lifestyle like yeah as you're fishing around there's gonna be a lot of downtime so read a book that's all you can really do can't really talk to anybody can't play a video game can't watch a movie it's great stuff i'm trying to think of, uh, <laughs> uh, sure maybe
2: depending on when this is set yeah
0: <laughs> yes depending on when it's set and if you have the proper wiring and generators and shit like that sure sure um yes so the volcano area uh as we kind of like get into some of the end game stuff here um so yeah, the, the, we should probably point out also like, yes, the, the whole, the main goal of the game, the main quest of the game is you're collecting relics for a collector and he's giving you weird fucking powers that don't make any sense why they exist in this game. Uh, you know, not to, uh, to you know, whatever yeah, in the world they it, it yeah. shouldn't make sense. Um, yeah. And you don't know what he wants with the the relics. You just assume that he is literally a collector, but clearly he's a a creepy dude that like Mm -hmm. has
1: some ulterior motive. Um, All the while you're picking up messages and bottles. Yeah. bottles are talking about this fisherman who dredged something up. um, A casket, I think. (laughs) Yeah. And some sort of supernatural power happened. And then the giant creature came out, destroyed the boat killed his yeah. wife and stranded himself in the old mare in a small island. Yeah. Uh, and that's what those messages in Bottle talk yeah. about. Um, so
0: you get to the volcano area. Uh, You do the quest line for the, the cultist. I'm going to call him a cultist, dude. Um, mm-hmm. And you're fulfilling this prophecy. And like, it, it seems like this dude, like <laughs> he awakens something like you don't really know what. But he, I think he's the one that kind of like overtly hints at like who the collector is and the collector either uh, the the cultist dude like pretty much just like gets god right or does he like do we think he teleports he somewhere yeah he burns himself okay yeah he gets god <laughs> it's a it's a way to put it <laughs> um yeah you go back to the collector and yeah the collector it turns out is you uh from a different timeline parallel universe Surprise! something like that. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, this is when we get into, like, the good and bad ending, which I'd argue the bad ending is the good ending.
1: <laughs> Agreed. Kyle, would you like to go over the endings? Sure. So I, I'm straight up reading this from Wikipedia because it's yeah, a bit That's why I'm put, um, putting it to you. I'm trying to think which one because it doesn't straight up say bad or good. Uh, oh, sure. Oh, yeah. So the, here's the bad ending, which I, I I dig a whole lot. If the fisherman withholds the relics... He confronts the collector and finds out to his shock that the collector is a figment of his own imagination, being an avatar of his own repressed memories and guilt over JJ's death, which is the fisherman's cool. wife in the messages mm-hmm. in the bottle that are, are you're collecting. Rather than follow the collector's bidding, the fisherman heads out to sea and throws the book of the deep into the ocean, resulting in him and his boat being swallowed by a massive sea monster and probably the coolest static end screen yes. of a video game i've witnessed in a very oh. long time i'm sorry i think that's a good ending that's that's, no, that's the good that's, ending yeah, yeah. you're right you're ending. right they're both so, similar yeah that's a good so ending. i retract what i just said what i just said yeah right. to the bad applies ending. to the other one yep yes <laughs> I read them in the wrong order. The bad ending. <laughs> if the fisherman hands over the relics, the collector reveals that he is JJ's husband who recovered the book of the deep from the casket and discovered a ritual that could resurrect JJ. He had the fisherman gather the relics, all personal items of JJ's because they are required for the ritual. The fisherman takes the collector to the part of the ocean where JJ had drowned herself and performs the ritual by throwing the collected relics overboard. The ritual successfully resurrects JJ, but also awakens a massive eldritch beast which destroys Greater Marrow and presumably the rest of the world.
2: So here's where like my I was speculating after I finished the game because in the research center in the second um the the third island area, um she's talking about how the thing that's down there, the the monster with tentacles is, she thinks is responsible for all the aberrations in the area. Yeah. So you, you would kind of think that maybe this thing that's rising out of the ocean, which looks like it has tentacles, might be the thing that was just down there the entire time.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what I took it as. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was like, alive to some extent like it existed to some extent throughout the entire game and throughout whatever this cycle of the islands were um Mm -hmm. but maybe he just didn't have it didn't have enough power like it was causing some effects happening like the aberrations coming to life and like some of the bigger beings that you encounter um also shout out to the the bigger fish chasing you through the first main island uh through like the coves and stuff it was another tense one
1: until you unlock like the tnt barrels to exactly yeah. yeah dope Um,
0: so I took it as like the curse or whatever, like the thing that J that JJ does pretty much gives him the power to like actually rise to his full potential and yeah, essentially take over the world.
1: Yeah, so that bad ending, yeah, that static image to end it is just. It's amazing beautiful. the giant yeah, beast coming it's, out of the ocean with the wife kind of like floating above
0: the boat mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. really cool and like the credits also are really sick you just see yeah. everything burning to the ground right yeah. yeah it's dope like yes it's it's a bad ending yes but like it's cool it's like yeah. so, and like it's bittersweet like as hallmarky as the sounds like yeah destroy the world for the person you love like it, there's it there's a sense of beauty in that and and like is was that on purpose maybe maybe not but like i that's like a nice uh
1: little interpretation for that as well so here's my question this dlc what, where where does it take place did they
2: I don't say think it, it takes place yeah i don't think it takes place after the ending
0: yeah so like if you go back okay. into the game it, it resets you before that's like fair you, you go back to the collector so i'm assuming it. they're just going to
1: Add another mm-hmm. island, I'd imagine, and then. But there's, what would the narrative beat then? Like, is there an extra item from JJ you need to collect? It could new there ending? could be a new ending. Yeah. It'd be. Yeah. Um. Let me. I'm excited.
0: Let me see. Yeah. Pale Reach Dredge. Let me uh, see if we can find anything on it. Uh, from Team Seventeen. Digging through, digging through, digging through. Uh, Dredge the Pale Reach will be the game's first paid content expansion to introduce players to a brand new biome, which will require additional equipment capable of tackling its treacherous and icy expanse. Players will need to trawl freezing depths and traverse crystallized canyons. There's a bunch of pop-ups <laughs> to follow in the, <laughs> footsteps, the footsteps of a doomed expedition lost to time while hunting Ooh. for 11 new fish and crab species and their aberrated counterparts. Okay. So it seems like a doomed expedition lost the time.
1: Right. So we're we're experiencing a, like a, a self-contained maybe. event that happened in this biome. Yeah, maybe similar to like the um the stranded army vet and the swap problem. Maybe. Yeah. Well,
2: maybe this lost expedition are are investigating the lore of that beast.
0: Oh, could be. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, could be, and the pale reach is not the only dlc we're getting mm-hmm. there there's also I, I think it's called ironworks is also in development as well for uh next year so like i clearly like dredged it very well i i think they i think they broke a mill in sales like million copies and i'm yeah, sure yeah. since that update it's only grown um mm-hmm. so i'm stoked that uh, they keep on supporting it they're they're expanding on the world i'm sure that well i don't know I, I i'd imagine that team 17 wants them to to do a sequel um so we'll see what that looks like i i regardless i'm so excited to see what this team does next after these two expansions mm-hmm. like this is their first game too right I yeah. well i believe this is their first game. yeah yeah uh unbelievable unreal man seriously a, such a profound experience from start to finish like i remember that weekend i could not put this fucking thing down mm-hmm. And that has to do with like a lot of the narrative stuff. And I love a creepy story. I love dark undertones. Mm-hmm. I love something that has a great fucking twist at the end. And like, that's the thing. Like everything felt so earned in this game, which is yeah. rare. It's, it's really rare. Um, And yeah, start to finish black
1: salt games. Fucking nailed the assignment. Uh, should I should have asked this a long time ago. Sure. But I'll ask here. What was your favorite fishing mini game? Like which, which capture, method i personally love the yellow dot move it down one i like the yellow dot one i like the favorite expanding Oh, uh, okay mm. i like that one the pulse
0: the pulse yeah uh the dredging and moving the the thing and getting up and, and down avoiding everything <laughs> I, I was awful at it <laughs> yeah same same yeah and when you the thing about the steam deck when you have a docked there is a bit of latency between. Mm-hmm. uh control like depending on what controller you're using and whatnot um so i primarily played it docked on the steam deck and i would constantly fail those and i'm like is this something was something wrong with me they can't be this brutal blah 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 then i started playing handheld and i did it flawlessly <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's great i i've been tempted to just rebuy it on playstation to go for the platinum, but I'm. I can't replay it. <laughs> like, yeah. Start yeah. The finish. I don't have time. Oh, I would never yeah. do it. So yeah, I'm excited to go back like, uh, sometime in these these well, time loop. We're recording this on November 2nd. I'm excited mm-hmm. to dig in at some point within these next two weeks before the DLC drops to get my sea legs back and, uh, kind of do some cleanup stuff. Should be a good time. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, obviously like we're starting to talk about game of the year conversations and lists and favorites of the year, blah, blah, oh blah. Oh boy. Is, yeah, we don't like picking favorites and stuff like that. Like we don't have to do that, but is, is dredge like one of your favorites of the year? Like, is it fair to say I'll
1: start with Kyle? Yeah, I think it's definitely one of my favorites of the year, especially because it like you, it just took over a weekend and that's all I wanted to do. And I, I, it wasn't like I have to play it. It's I want to figure out what's going on. The gameplay loop is fantastic. So, yeah, it's easily when I think of the year as a whole, when it comes to indie games, it's definitely one of the. Most favorite experiences, I wouldn't say best, but it's it's up there as one of my sure. favorite times of the year, Matt.
2: Yeah, I I agree. Like that, that is a perfect like weekend just shut everything else off and just do that kind of game um it has that gameplay loop of kind of like what you see in like um like management sims and like arcade paradise and stuff like that but it it's better in my opinion because it has a clear goal at the end it's not (laughs) i gotta play like 10 days in arcade paradise to finally upgrade something (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so it is definitely one of the best of this year and absolutely like I don't like doing favorites but like if you ask me like hey would you recommend Dredge should I play Dredge yes absolutely
0: yeah yeah you know I as a company or whatever we don't like picking favorites we don't like signifying a game of the year or whatever like that but like I I keep reflecting on everything I've played this year and and keep re- like jumping between different experiences like you know like I Spin Rhythm XD is one of my favorites of the year Return is one of my favorites of the year um Dredge I Dredge I just I have it has not left my mind since rolling credits and like I think that says a lot to how much I authentically enjoyed every single moment of this game so yeah like is it my game of the year I, I don't know but like god what a fucking experience yeah any final thoughts I'll take it as a
1: no as Kyle sorry making- no <laughs> I swear I will I will stop doing that at some point in 2024. <laughs> um, <laughs> New Year's resolution. My only thought is like what other kind of? Eh, no, it's a stupid question. I was gonna say what other kind of like mini game esque kind of genre can they put it this in? Like a fish, you know, fishing mini games is usually what I think of, not full blown fishing games. Sure. Mm-hmm. So like, what other kind of setting would work for this? Like gold mining, like. I don't know. Bug catching? It's a weird weird question. Bug catching?
0: I guess uh, a good question to end this on. Do you want a sequel, Matt? Ooh.
2: I want more lore. I don't know if I necessarily want a sequel, though. Because, like, at that point, you have to finally decide, like, all right, which one's canon? Uh, Which ending is canon? Um, As much as I would love a game based after the quote-unquote bad ending. Like, yeah. Uh, I would love to see characters come to grips and uh, with what they did to the world. And, but how you would structure a fishing game around that. I don't know how you would do that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I still can. A uh, great point. Take a prequel.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Like how you come, I would love come more to find more. the book.
0: Yeah. yeah. Kyle. Agreed. Agreed agreed also agreed all around well cool y'all we'll call it there thank you so much for hanging out and listening uh super excited for the pale reach we'll probably talk about it on next week's podcast episode 169 um super excited to dig back in and uh yeah six way and d everywhere thank you so much for hanging out thank you so much for listening follow on twitch youtube tiktok socials all that good stuff we love you good night